everyone, welcome to episode 6 of my podcast, Mental Health and Me. This episode is titled, Food for Thought. What if I was to say that depression doesn't have to be an illness, if you decided that it didn't have to be an illness? What if I was to say that part of depression is a choice? Now, everyone knows that the healthier you eat, the less physical health problems that you have. Just some of the problems may include things like obesity, high blood pressure, heart disease, high cholesterol, diabetes and tooth decay. A lot of people these days go to the gym or do physical exercises to keep their body in shape. What isn't talked about enough is how what you eat can affect your mental health, how your choice of nutritional intake can affect your thought process. I did an experiment on myself, please don't try anything like this as it probably isn't good for the mind or body. Just a quick suggestion is that if you choose to eat healthier, make the changes slowly to give your body time to adjust. To try and find how diet affects mental health, I decided to make notes and keep tabs on my regular diet and how I am as a person in general. Now admittedly I get moody, irritable, I'm negative a lot of the times, I feel down quite often. I assume the worst is going to happen quite a lot of the time and I often suffer from a lack of motivation. I notice that my meals aren't balanced, I also eat takeaway twice a week and probably don't eat enough fruit, vegetables and don't drink as much water as I should. I don't smoke, I drink alcohol moderately most of the time. That is my diet without going into too much detail of what I actually eat. I love pizza, kebabs, burgers, I love food. I am not overweight. I do have a little beer belly though. So for the purpose of this experiment and this podcast episode, after reviewing my typical diet, I then for a week ate more foods that are classed as unhealthy. Processed foods, more takeaway, sugary foods. I then went back to my original diet and then for a week I ate a diet which consists of more healthy foods, more fruit and vegetables, more water, more nuts and fresh food. So what did all this do to my mind and my thought process? I know it might sound like that there could be a massive placebo effect with doing this but I know for sure that you are mentally healthier through your diet and I will now explain some of the things that happened. When I went the week eating more processed foods, I felt like I was a lot slower. When I mean this, I don't mean my body. I mean my reactions through thought. Sometimes it was like I couldn't think straight. I'm almost fairly quick-witted all the time. I found that I would take more time to respond to things. One thing that I noticed about myself was that I was very irritable, majorly. I was less motivated. 
I remember one day where I was off work and I planned a bike ride and on the day it was raining so I didn't go. I did absolutely nothing. A couple of weeks later when I was eating a healthy food it was raining but I was still wanting to go or wanting to do something to be more productive. I felt raring to go. I had belief. This all happened when I ate healthier. At one point on one of the days where I was eating unhealthily I looked at my plate and I had chicken nuggets, chips and onion rings and it was a massive struggle to eat just looking at it wasn't good. It was like I knew that mentally I wasn't going to be in a good place. On my healthy week there wasn't one day where I didn't enjoy the food. I very much enjoyed it and as I said before this is from a guy that loves pizza, kebabs and burgers. One of the most overlooked causes of poor mental health is nutrition. The World Health Reports, published by the World Health Organization in 2017, four years ago, said that the global incidence of depression was over 18% between 2005 and 2015. And since then, it has been on the rise, as has medication for depression like antidepressants. The problem with medication is that there can be side effects. With antidepressants, just some of the side effects include nausea, agitation, irritability, anxiety, insomnia, a loss of sexual desire, drowsiness and there are actually many more. And also in my opinion, you are almost relying on medication. If you may feel the need that you cannot go without the medication, which could cause you to panic. The pharmaceutical industry is absolutely huge. I think that they will always be wanting to distribute pills, medicines, because it is almost like a business. I have known many, many people who either have taken or currently take antidepressants. I actually believe that this is not going to solve anything in the long term. And even though I have suffered from depression, which I believe a lot of people do also, some do not realise it. I have never taken antidepressants and I do not notice any long term changes for anybody I have known who has taken them. Not a single person. This got me to research a bit about what can help fight depression that isn't a pill. And I found that omega-3 fats are important in brain health. When we are children, we get told that fish is good for the brain, and it really is. And it's because of the omega-3 fats that they have. This may be involved in the functioning of serotonin, which is a neurotransmitter important in the regulation of mood. In other words, fish especially oily fish, is a great choice of food to help fight off depression. A study which was published in the Journal of Epidemiology and Community Health had over 150,000 participants and it found that the people that consumed the most fish were less likely to experience symptoms of depression. Some vegetables that help increase omega-3 are Brussels sprouts, spinach, kale and watercress Things like beans, especially chickpeas, help maintain stable and consistent blood sugar levels. Imagine if all this was done, if people changed their diets. It is possible that they may not need antidepressants or other pills at all.
And then the subjects of sugar. Again, as children, we are told that sugar is bad for your teeth, that you will gain weight. But as the kids, we were never told how significantly it can impact your mood. Sugar actually has a drug-like effect, making you want more. And high sugar consumption actually causes inflammation to the brain, leading to memory difficulties. A study published in Diabetes Care found that people with type 2 diabetes reported increased feelings of sadness and anxiety during elevated blood sugar levels. Another study published in 2017 in the journal Scientific Reports found those with the highest level of sugar consumption were 23% more likely to be diagnosed with a mental disorder than those with the lowest sugar intakes. 23% more likely to develop a mental disorder for eating too much sugar. There are actually many studies done around the world, far too many for me to mention, but they all say something similar to all of this. A lot talk about how unhealthy foods contribute towards bad physical health, and in another study published in 2019, researchers looked at people's eating habits across 195 countries which found an estimated 11 million people die each year from a bad diet but I have already said how everyone knows how it can affect you physically and here is another mind-blowing fact probably the biggest one that I have come across and it is this depression can drop up to 40% with the right foods 40% This is what I mean when I say that part of depression can be a choice. How you feel can be in your control by what you eat. People feel the need for pills when feeling depressed. As I said, I have known so many people to take pills for depression, and there hasn't been any long-term change at all. As cheesy as this may sound, don't eat too much cheese by the way, but the real medicine isn't antidepressants. Food is medicine. And can you imagine the amount of money that could be saved on healthcare if people chose to feel better? Processed foods and takeaways is being overfed but undernourished. You can change the way you feel, the negativity, the bad thoughts, the stress. You can change all that by what foods you put inside you. One thing I would like to point out is that I'm not saying you should change everything you eat from now to forever. It is okay to cheat yourself now and again, but you have to question yourself every single time you eat a meal. Are there different colours on your plate? Could you add something to make it look more colourful, that can make you feel more colourful? More cheesiness, I know, that's enough cheese now. The Mediterranean diet consists of vegetables, fish, whole grains, legumes, fruit, nuts, fresh foods. Those that chose this diet are less depressed. And also the way they eat can be so important. In some countries meal times can be three hours where family and friends get together and enjoy the time as well as the food together. I really wish I had close family and friends that I would happily cook for as much as possible if it meant that this could happen. 
So for those of you that do make mealtimes and occasions, there is a term, comfort food. In my opinion, people turn to comfort food to feel better. However, it is almost like a vicious cycle where you want to eat something like a packet of biscuits, say for example, to make you feel better. But that wouldn't be good for the brain, so therefore you won't feel good and will turn to the biscuits again to try and make yourself feel better. When all you are doing is making your mind worse, your body worse, everything worse. As I said before, nobody should just completely change their diet to the extreme, but you can actually slowly build your mental health through food. I used to get a sandwich and crisps on my break every single shift at work. I might have that now and again, but now on my break, I eat prawns with lettuce, kale, sweet corn, spinach, beetroot, and some olives. My energy levels are completely different, but I also feel a lot fresher in the mind. And I've changed to just one meal. Think about something like if you'd hurt your leg running. The last thing you would do is run again the next day with a hurt leg. But you would build up that strength in your leg. Say if you normally ran 30 kilometers. Again, you wouldn't run that with a bad leg. But you will build it up slowly until you could run that 30 kilometers again. It's about building up slowly to that change, just small changes, it doesn't have to be a strict disciplined diet, add more greens, more fruits, legumes, nuts, fresh food, water, imagine if you drank water instead of a sugary drink, poor nutrition leads to poor mental health, a well nourished body, and in this case for this podcast, a well nourished brain, can cope with life a lot better. The food that you eat controls your brain and you are the one that chooses not just what goes in your belly but into your brain. Thank you so much for listening to episode 6, Food for Thought to my podcast Mental Health Room. My next episode has a slightly controversial title, A Question When You Are Feeling Suicidal. I do hope you've enjoyed it. Thank you again very much for listening.